We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning isn't everything, but it's the only thing. In our business, there is no second place. Either your first or your last. Exactly two minutes remain in this football game. Dallas leads Green Bay 17-14. Shar on third down. Third and goal. Quarterback. Three seconds left. Green Bay Packers are going to be world champions, NFL champions for the third straight year. Far. Lays it up for Freeman and it's incomplete. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk of the Tundra, your Green Bay Packers podcast, a part, proud partner of the Blue Wire family and the Eurostep Podcast Network. As always, I am your host, Numak, and joining joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Jordan Tresky. Jordan, how are you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing well. And we have a special guest. An illustrious guest of Milwaukee <laughs> radio fame, Bart Winkler. Bart, how are you doing? Great to be you on, boys. <laughs> how are Sorry, you ever, did you look around thinking that someone else is the special guest <laughs> i mean i gotta your be head, like your head turned right as i was saying that so i was like what yeah You're well like, you can't around. be talking about me oh surely oh come on although i did when i went to the zoo this week with my parents and my kid i did get recognized by the guy taking my credit card oh He's like, hey, Bart. I go, what's up, man? What's your name? He goes, my name's Fred. We've met before. I don't know if we have. Oh. Really I'm not. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Has that, is that the most, uh, like, famous place you've been recognized? Or I guess, is that the, how often do you recognize in public? Uh, one time I was pulling weeds in my front lawn and someone rolled down their window. <laughs> But it turns out, and I didn't know who it was, and it turns out it was like, it's like a guy that lives near me. So oh. that was, but, but listen to the show. And then um, I met, I've met him through that. I don't know, the 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 place I really like, if I'm at a game, people will be like, oh, right. sports, you're here. <laughs> we went to the, all here. the Sixers-Bucks <laughs> game back in April as a, as a network, me, Jordan, Ty, and Rohan and everybody. And a couple people recognized the Bucks guys. And so me and Andrew, the guy that runs the Brewers Pod, were like, we don't, we're not part of this. You guys don't know us. <laughs> it, you know picture. what? It's, you know, it's, it's weird. Like when I'm by myself, it never happens. Right. It's always with people you don't really care to have that conversation around. But if I'm like, well, no, it's like embarrassing. It's like I go out with my wife and someone's like, four. <laughs> And she's like, oh, gee, you know, it's like, <laughs> not this me. again. <laughs> yeah. And I go, hey, that means like me trying to make it as a 
part-time radio, part-time full-time podcaster. If that doesn't happen, we ain't eating. <laughs> <laughs> Need those recognitions. Otherwise, yeah. it's it's the dollar menu, which isn't a dollar anymore. But mm. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right, everybody. Brought Bart on because Bart has a uh, a title that neither Jordan or I have. Packers shareholder, Bart Winkler. Man. With the, with the uh, shareholder meeting on, on Monday, we wanted to pick his brain a little bit. See who he's voting for, even. In the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> you can ask me that. <laughs> so that's kind of the reason Bart's here, even though he's a good friend of the of GSPN as well. So um, I guess first things first, what do you think about Leo Butler being a candidate for the board? I guess he's the only Packer yeah. being represented in the nominees, a bunch of other CEOs and presidents and whatnot, but. Well, I think that's great. Uh, the Packers are wise to keep that connection with him. Uh, um, you want to talk about being recognized places and Leroy, like Leroy, um, obviously I worked with him for many years. The best part about Leroy is that he's one of those guys. I would say him. I've told this to Jim Paschke too. If I'm just going to name drop a bunch today. That's Perfect. Fine. We we love <laughs> Milwaukee or Wisconsin, just very regional. <laughs> I told to the these two guys, I say, you're like someone who's so nice that I make extra attention to try to like find out one moment where you slip up and you're a jerk <laughs> or you're not a nice person. And after a while, I realize it's not going to happen because you're just that nice of a dude. <laughs> and Ashkey is like that. And Leroy is, is certainly like that. He is, you know, just the best. And for him to, you know, keep doing these things and having these integrations with the Packers and now finally getting into the hall of fame. Um, I think that, that that's great. He is one of these guys that you can vote for. So I do get part of the, the one piece of mail I get every year for being a shareholder is, like all professionally, you know, done. It's like, hey, here's the shareholders meeting date. They give me four tickets. So they really don't care like who right. like. But it's paper tickets, you know, something to be said for that. They don't. So you get four tickets. I could like put them at the you know corner of the street. Somebody, they don't care. Um, And then there's a like a manual that says vote for who you would like on the board. And what I always say is it's like there's. 19 people to vote for but there's 20 spots like it's such a it's such an illusion of making you even think that you have the most minor amount yeah. of say the you one day Bart Winkler could very well be on the board of you know the elite of shareholders remember when uh Mark Murphy when was it it was like something was going maybe it was around the time that McCarthy got fired and people were talking about how the board can call this meeting. Oh, yeah. Fire <laughs> yeah oh, yeah. That would have definitely been around there. Yeah. That doesn't. That's not how the board means nothing. Right. Exactly. The board is for like Leroy Butler's and Johnny Gray's. And then the guy who owns Bergstrom and yeah. the guy who owns Aaron's. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, let's give another title to these people that don't need one. You're That's what the board is. You're forgetting is it like, one very important sponsor. Sargento CEO is on there. The oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> is it like, um, because it's not like boosters. Bo like, boosters, they're not like if you're, I don't know, Wisconsin or whatever. I literally know nothing. I have no idea about. why it exists. I For like a practical reason. Yeah, but like they're not on, it's not like a board of boosters. Right for like a no, school? no. That's okay. That's what I thought that was. It's 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 like, hey, you've been a great sponsor. We'll vote you on the board, or I don't know. They can't do anything. They're not going to no. fire anybody. No, they can't do anything. It's it's like, but it's one step up because it's like I walk around with my peacock out saying <laughs> I'm an owner. I'm an owner, and then you know John Bergstrom can be like, son. I'm on the board of directors. <laughs> if you, All right. If you were to guess how many people are on the board of directors, if you if you don't know off the top of your head, how many do you think there are? Uh, 65-ish. 
pretty freaking close. 43. 43. <laughs> That's of two. That is of 539,000 shareholders. Yeah. So that is. What, Google zero what does one. Packers Board of Directors do? <laughs> they direct corporate management, approve major capital expenditures, establish policy, and monitor blah, blah. Basically, it means nothing. nothing. It does nothing. They're basically like a CEO of the Packers, but just as a 43 person board. And they meet yeah. once a year because they're, they're getting TPS reports. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, it'd be great to put on a resume. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if I you, know. if I put a resume, Packers owner, people are like, this guy. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> but if you put board of directors, Green Bay Packers, you're like, oh, oh, oh. got to put my, my nice shoes on today for that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, before we got on, we asked you if you knew where your stock was, and you do. I do. So I am very proud to be an owner. I think that the Packers setup is great. Um, granted, when it started, like they really needed to sell shares to keep the team in Green Bay. So there's no reason. I think, I don't know how old I was when I first realized, like, this is different than these other there's why, why is there one in green Bay? And then you're like, Milwaukee's bigger. Madison's bigger, like green Bay. This is a port railroad town. They don't deserve a (laughs) NFL football team. And then you realize the history of it. And I, I love being an owner. And for a long time, you know, people like make fun of you, but what I always counter now is if you could guarantee right now, you pay $300 right now. And you guarantee your favorite team never leaves. I mean, I, I think there's a lot. I would do that for the Brewers. Right, exactly. I would do that for the Bucks. A lot Bucks of people, yeah, a lot a of people time. have it framed. I still have the original UPS <laughs> sent to my wife's old house. So she bought it for me. Oh, okay. This was a gift. I got everything it came with then. Uh, let's see. There's a nice shiny G on this. You can't even see it. (laughs) Dear Packers shareholder, thank you for your recent purchase of stock. You can now say you are an NFL owner. (laughs) There we go. You join the storied organization. Uh, Your ownership will help the organization build upon the success of the 2003 redevelopment. Oh, wow. But this was the 2015 sale. Or no, it wasn't the last one. It was the last one before that. I didn't know my wife in 2003. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I invite you to look at the brand book. Okay, so then they sent me a book that I must have thrown away. It's on <laughs> mine there. But then look at this. It's still... Oh, so I got the tissue paper and everything. Yeah, but it does look like it went through some... It's a little wrinkly. The tissue paper um, or the stock? The stock's wrinkly. Interesting. All right, so here's the stock piece of paper. It's got my old North Fond du Lac address on there. <laughs> oh wow! Are there that sponsors on the bottom? Did I miss that? No, it's all the old logos. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Mark Murphy. Uh. Countersigned and registered by Wells Fargo Bank. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm number 227,496. So you're this... really early. If, if Jordan said there's 539 yeah, that's, that's like you're pretty early. It's like yeah. midway through. <laughs> I, I got, yeah, I'm basically no Curly Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> The holder understands that no dividend shall ever be paid on said stock, that if the corporation is dissolved, all the assets go to charitable causes. Said stock is subject to transfer restrictions described on the reverse side. There's a whole bunch where I could transfer the stock, but you would have to like, it's like a will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I have the stock. I should um, frame this. It is not yet framed, but the like, 
I think it's awesome. I have a come, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. I own an NFL team. When I went to the Hall of Fame, we were in this hotel because we were there to cover Leroy getting in. And I was like right by Jerry Jones. And I I wussed out. I should have been like fellow oh. fellow NFL owner. And- <laughs> I'll see you at the owners' meetings in Vegas or wherever they are. So the shareholders meeting, let me tell you about this. The shareholders meeting is like cool until it's not. Okay. I went once with my father and we're walk it's a it's a random July Monday. Yeah. Training camps about to start. You're starved for football and here you are with somewhat exclusive access into Lambeau Field. You walk in, you're in Lambeau Field, gates are open, you can buy a beer, you can buy some food, you sit down, you're in the bowl, you look around, 8,000 other people usually. And then Mark Murphy comes out and other people come out and you're like, yes, yes, yes. And then they're like, we're going to have a great year. Thank you for your support. And this is like pep rally. And then they're like, all right, now I'm going to give it over to Maria, whoever, and she's going to go through the financials. And then you watch a PowerPoint. (laughs) And the best part of it is watching not what's going on on the field, but watching people try to figure out when they're going to leave. Because, <laughs> oh. like, you sit down and, you you know, you, you're like, Dad, should we? Well, let's wait a few more minutes. <laughs> All right, Dad, this is, like, this is a meeting here. And then you watch, like, every pocket of people that did that. And then you go and they, you know, send you right to the gift shop where for two hours, and I would have worn it today had I had any foresight or – had I fit in it, but I got a Packers shareholder shirt that you can only buy the shareholders merch for the two hours oh, wow. at Lambeau field. No, oh. I could, I could get it and then sell it to someone else. So it's not like, right. But it's, it's only sold for the two, three, four hours a year um, at that time. So that's like, that's like the, that's like, that's like the perk. That's awesome. That, that comes after all of the, you know, financial, the, the... Well, the shop's open right away. They know people hate. <laughs> They're like, okay, let's come on. After yeah. you sit through uh, Robert's Rules of Order for four hours. Is there someone that's, like, gaveling? Is there, like, a motion order restored or whatever? Like, do they nah, do that? I don't, I don't think there was a gavel. Not like Parliament? <laughs> but, but the PowerPoint with the financials is on the Jumbotron. J- Jumbotron. And that's, and, and that's when, like, they show you how much money they made. Right. Which is really the only team that does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how anyone can ever figure out like, oh, what do teams make for the TV revenue? What do? So I don't think, you know, the other owners are thrilled that this team exists. But it's, you know, it's really, it's really unique. Especially now, I just, the more I get older and the more I watch these teams leave and the more that I realize that, these are like the teams that we love and and die for and make a part of our like history. Like I'm in my basement and I look around and literally on my floor, there's just like, I'll do, there's just a random Reggie white starting lineup right here. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's there. My kid must've been playing with it. I got all this junk in my apartment. They're not my apartment, but all right, here's my grandma. And grandpa passed away, but they used to go to Tampa every year. So here's a oh, Tampa Bay awesome. Packers back. Oh wow. 1997. Battle of the Bays. So I, I'm curious. My ass show when I got up. I no, 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 no. You're you were safe. I've you're had safe. that problem. But anyway, it's like these are this these are things that define us. And you know, the Packers is like a thread through my mm-hmm. family. And uh just in terms of, I don't know. I maybe or may not have been named after Bart Starr. I think that I sort of was. I kind of talked my parents into making them say that I was. <laughs> That's part of your mythology? Yeah. Your backstory. Yeah. yeah. There's a great story my grandparents tell, which again could be embellished, but they met Bart Starr in an airport when I was one. And they said, hey, we have a grandson named Bart. Apparently a year later, he recognized them and asked how Bart was doing. Again, I don't know if that's just to appeal. But <laughs> this, like it's, like, it's such I know it's <laughs> such a thing that's ingrained in you. Um, you know, not just Packers, but the other teams we root for, that a guy could just come in, walk up, and leave. 
yeah. with your team. Yes. Yeah. And there, you know, usually it's not like at, you don't see it packed up in the middle of the night anymore. You see it drawn out over 15 years, like in Oakland. <laughs> right. But right. the Packers, there's not, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, no. and because of that, like, I'm willing to give more of my sports fandom to this stupid team because I know that <laughs> they'll always be there, you know? Right. Was there an impetus for you that in that sense then that you're like, obviously you had that feeling of like, it's, it's special. It's unique to the Packers story and everything like that. But then it's like, okay, they have a round of shares that they're going to dole out. I want to be a part of it. Was there like something beyond that, that just getting a share with the Packers? I think, um, I think when it was announced, I just figured that this is something that I wanted to do. Now. I don't know how I caught my wife ended up giving it to me as a Christmas present. And I would, before we were married and I would have probably bought one anyway. Um, but I just, you know, I was one of these kids that was 10 years old and signed up for season tickets. I barely moved. Yeah. <laughs> the that? South end zone expansion helped me move up. Yeah. That was good. Which oh. We sort of paid for, right? right. <laughs> I don't even want the season tickets. I'm not paying that much money to buy. I would say I put myself on the list. I would say it's more of a, a bragging right to say, yeah, I finally got my season tickets. Like I, I made it to the top of the list where they called and asked if I wanted some. That it is. To I always thought, like, as a 13 year old, I thought, I'm going to do this for my kids someday. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't want to burden him with that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That is every, I think that is every family gathering that I had was like, where are you at on the season ticket line? It's like, well, I think we're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. It's like 40 years that you're waiting. Yeah. Rather yeah. than like having a, I don't know, something that you could say that you're owner or something, even though you'll never make a decision right, <laughs> ever again. And I think, you know, being an owner, I, I did, I, I've started to take more of a sense of pride in it. Once I um, got more like, once I was full time on the on the morning show, mm-hmm. because I would bring it up like facetiously and I get real negative pushback, whether it's from other fan bases that thought it was stupid or Packer fans that thought it was stupid or a waste of money. And so the more that I would be attacked, the more proud I would be of it. Right. It's a bad and I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I reference it all the time whenever I do radio um in other cities if i'm like the packer guest of the week for whatever i'm always like by the way guys i you're talking to an owner like i make sure because <laughs> in their fans you know their their fans always get riled up like who's that idiot it says it's an owner <laughs> but I, I take pride in That's as awesome. you should um bart you showed off your grandparents tampa tampa bay towel and i guess kind of get away from the shareholder thing a tiny bit but it my my grandma has a entire subsect of her house that is just a room dedicated to Packers paraphernalia. Like she has a painting on the wall. She has unopened like beer cans when they sold the Miller Lite Packers cans yeah. in the nineties. Oh wow! I had one explode in my childhood room at one point because <laughs> my dad didn't think to drain it. <laughs> but I guess yeah, we poked what, the holes in the bottom. Yep, my family didn't. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> So, guys, Oops. what does it mean to you to have that connection throughout the family of being a shareholder and having that sort of fandom run throughout your family as something you guys can bond over? Well, I think it's great. I also think um, it's a great way to, like, bond with – I don't know how – I don't know how men would ever – like, if you don't like sports mm-hmm. – how do you ever bond with your father-in-law yeah (laughs) like where's the starting point if you don't like because you're like hey look at me your daughter you love this is what she chose right and it's always like a nice you know at least starting point when somebody likes sports and especially the packers now i married into a family that was big into the bears i'm vikings oh i'm vikings so do you (laughs) And one of the great moments uh, between me and my uh, father-in-law, he has since passed also, but he, we watched the Thanksgiving game where Brett Favre was honored. Oh, and uh, I watched Bears that one? game. It was against the Bears, and I watched that game with Bears fans. 
and they were very mean to me. <laughs> the whole, whole family was so mean. But he came and sat by me and was like, he was my guy in that moment. He knew he knew what the Packers meant to me. He wasn't he wasn't gonna sacrifice this relationship over one dumb game where I ended up calling my dad after and saying, I wish I was here with you because you were the one that got me into the Packers. And I just feel like I've heard you talk about that story before on your podcast, the Bart Winkler show also on blue wire network. I just had to put the plug in there. Um, it gives a lot more context that you were being belittled by bears fans, but to have that. Oh, call I, can, that I can like picture her. Yeah. Uncle. Just like Packer boy or some really lame. Oh yeah. It's not, it's not they their fault that they can't have three insults. quarterbacks that they could share, like cheer together for like a, they couldn't, they couldn't have the same situation with the bears because they didn't have three. And far coming back was, that was such a big night. Like, mm-hmm. I don't was. know what it will be like if Rogers comes back, but Favre had the whole falling out. And I, you know, growing up with Favre, Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. He was just so loose and carefree and to see him. And I've talked about this where it's like, I just felt he was like a variant of my dad somehow. Everybody like, did. Was my dad. Also my dad, my dad is my dad. He's right here <laughs> watching the game, but my dad's also my dad. That's sports dad right there. <laughs> and it's just so weird. And then, you know, the connection and I, Super Bowl uh, 31, I watched at my grandparents' house. Um, so we all watched that together. Super Bowl 45, I watched at a sports bar. But I called my dad crying after that one, too. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. the only time I ever cry to my dad is when the Packers win. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, champion Favre's last game, I openly wept because I just felt like it was like they were – right there my parents were here this week they're living in florida now they're here this week uh and you know, i always you know when you have people over there's gotta be like a game on the tv it has to be. yeah there was nothing on the other night yeah so i'm like there's got to be like a game on nfl network or something 2008 Favre giants last game oh, oh that's great <laughs> i'm like painful yeah. So then I just threw on like the fireplace that you watch at Christmas time. <laughs> There's not the I quit. A lot, a lot better. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, transitioning a little bit into that ownership model we talked about further, I guess we've kind of touched on it already, just about how it is so special that you're willing to pay 300 bucks for a share of stock to keep your team around in Green Bay, as opposed to possibly a Milwaukee Brewers owner, Mark Antonazio, putting the squeeze on Milwaukee government and state government. I guess, do you think there's ever... I already know the answer to the question. I don't know why I'm asking it, but I want to hear what your take is. And ever a scenario in the future where this might be replicated in uh, pro sports? 
Um, I would. I mean, I think a team would be smart to do it. Oh yeah, I agree with that part. I believe it's even is... like you're you're. It's a way to. It's a way to get money from people that want to give you money. Right. Yeah. No. It's no. It's really no different than doing season ticket deposits for. But there would have to be something, like the Packers will never move. Right. Yeah. I'm not just gonna give Mark three hundred dollars. And then have him move in eight years. Right. Yeah, there has to be something that ties him down to more. And that's why when when I get ridiculed, people always say they 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 think of the stock as you have to be able to profit off of it, or what's the value of it? You know, it's you can't get dividends or anything. But the value, you're not paying three hundred dollars to someday get four hundred and fifty dollars. Right. You're paying three hundred dollars to be a part of something. I yeah. don't know. I mean, you the the $300 like you you've spent more on less. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I definitely think there's value there. $300 to not have your heart ripped out of your chest when your team moves. Although I do think the last time there was like a $30 service fee. <laughs> so it was really 330. <laughs> That's kind of PS. Was that the, they did it during the like COVID, right? Maybe. Uh, I don't know when the it last was, one was. I feel like it was. It wasn't that long ago. I don't think it was that recent. The only like the last. This one I got. I would have got in 2011, 10. I think that was the South. And the, the sheet that I have says thirteen-time world champ. So it was definitely after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. okay. I think the most recent big one was the South End Zone renovation. But they might have done like a smaller one to build all the parking lots and parking structures doing in the. East parking lot by the rush center and stuff. Oh yeah. Something like yeah. that. So but I do think there is a team, it's a smaller scale. I think it's the Minnesota Aurora. They have a very similar model, but that that's like USL, like I think they're a pro team, but it's like a lower level of yeah. their women's mm-hmm. league is gonna be. Interesting. Okay. Um Jordan, do you have anything else for Bart on the shareholder stuff, or should we get in a little training camp preview, NFC North preview? I, I say let's go training camp. Let's do training camp. Who are you looking at in training camp, Bart? Any players you're really looking to look forward to watch to, or battles you're you're gonna keep or an eye on? Players that you're glad that may have left. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I'm excited to see Jordan Love play. Mm-hmm. I will, and I I think that it's just kind of like. It's just, it is a new era. I don't know. I talked about this on one of the shows I did lately where I still feel like we're hung over from the 2014 game. Oh. Like we never, like that was such a horrific thing that we never, and I think about the Bucks and they've had some really bad losses, but then they won. And it does kind of tamper those. Or it does go then to what Giannis was saying. He's like, well, failure is just on the road to success. Only if you have that success. Right. Yeah. So if the Packers would have lost in 2014 and then won in like 16, 17, 18, you could say, oh, that was a road. That was the journey. But that never happened. And so now with a new quarterback, and obviously I think there's a like new, there's just, there's so many, there's just so many questions. Mm-hmm. And it it's fun questions. Cause I don't, I don't think that there's going to be, like Jordan Love, we, we gotta remember was a first round pick, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not he like trotting has, out Sam Howell like the Commanders are. <laughs> and and this is like the the just the way that people expect Love to be awful, like all time awful, is really weird. And I'm excited to see him with the young receivers and watch them grow. Uh, how the running backs work into the mix. You know, the defense, there's so many questions there, but excited to learn about some guys and excited to see how LaFleur now without like this is LaFleur's time. He gets yep. to he gets to do what he wants. It's like it's the same as I'll make a really bad comparison about like Madden. Like I like to take a bit. We all do take a worse, the bad team. Or, oh, yeah. team or, or whatever, and you take a bad team, and then you can play. But when you have a 99 quarterback, it's like, 
well, I have to, I, I can't, I can't just hand the ball off all the time. Right. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta use it. And Rogers was such an intimidating and giant force mm-hmm. that it basically was, you know, anytime Matt's doing a playbook, there's the, the, his shadow is over it. It's, it's Rogers. And hopefully this gives us a better Matt LaFleur. Um, and we can like be excited. And, and, you know, I don't think that there's anything that, I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl, but this division blows. Like, I think the Bears, I like Justin Fields a lot, and I do think they're on a climb, but they're not on like a yeah. rocket. They're on like a, no. they're on like, they're on like that road in San Francisco that goes, like, <laughs> it gets up to the top of the hill, yeah. but it's going to be a while. The Vikings, I don't know what the plan is there. And the Lions, Look, the Lions are probably the best team in the division. They have not won this division since 1993. Yeah. And so now you're going to put pressure on this division? And their best wide receiver is going to miss a third of the season because yeah, of great. the gambling thing? We, Tampa Bay won this division before more recently. That's than the right. <laughs> That's crazy. So uh, the, there's, there's an opportunity for mm-hmm. the Packers to have a decent season competitive and I do think there was a lot of, even if, um, I don't know, and other fan bases don't get it, and that's fine, but watching a team go 12-4 and four every year, losing yeah, in the divisional it's, round, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, I mean, there were, I don't want, there's only 17 Sundays a year that we get, some of these games is like, right. well, I know it's going to happen, Roger's going Roger's gonna to have three touchdowns, we're going to win by 10. <laughs> Beat the Bears. Jordan and I have had this conversation all offseason that it's so exciting to go into a season without expectations, knowing that we get to see something develop week to week and go into yeah. a game not expecting what's going to happen. It makes the game so much more fun when you're not just like, oh, I'll tune in for uh, ass kicking for three hours and then turn it off. Like I get to actually yeah. decipher a game and how a quarterback is playing poorly or playing well as he did in comparison to last week or the week before. It's really exciting to have a no expectation season and everything's gravy. If he's really good, it's going to be a really fun season. If yeah. he's bad, he's got another season to work it out. It's I'm not really concerned. Yeah, I'm just excited to be excited again. Right, exactly. Like you talked about crying for Packers wins. I was a going in a freshman in high school and they won uh at 45. And I wasn't like crying. I was just really excited. I was hype but the only time i've cried for the packers loss it was 2014 i sat on the stairs with my head and my knees sobbing <laughs> like it's just i'm excited to... that was as close as a <laughs> death oh yeah that you can like that was because you like you replay the moments in your head somehow you think it's your fault oh yeah yeah it's the worst part about being a fan there's multiple like things that you can look at and like a, what is it like a car accident it just go it, it was watching it like slow motion of just like oh that's... oh i still blame i blame it all on julius peppers for telling burnett to go down oh that's right oh yeah he's the one i blame by far the most more than bostic more than mccarthy more than anyone oh that was that for me that was a very turning point of like i just I had no, I knew where everything had run its course. I knew they were just going to draw it out as far as possible. So McCarthy probably should have been fired then. Oh yeah. I mean, in hindsight that they didn't get over it forever. I mean, the bucks did that with bud. Yeah. I mean, like it's a very different sport and how, you know, coaches, how they're treated in, NFL and the NBA are very different, in my opinion. But it was clear that, like, for they, he was on for what four more years after that. Yeah, and they went yeah. to another championship game, I guess. But like, still, like, I just never, no one had ever any faith in them. Never. After that point. No, that was and, kind of the beginning of man. They really might not ever get back with like with Rogers. Like that was kind of yeah. like the. The beginning of the end of that realization until McCarthy. Just like the cynicism that just kind of. But there's been so many awful losses since. Like 
Tampa was awful. Tampa was awful. And the Niners ones were awful. But you don't even think about them. No. No. It's how bad Seattle was. Yeah. Again, and they went to another championship game and they got their socks rocked (laughs) by a Falcons team that had a way worse uh, demolition than the Packers ever had. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they'll never get over that. No. They they would have to win, and I don't think even then, even then that pain goes away. Like, and the worst part of it is, the worst part is that like, the Seahawks are kind of cool now. <laughs> <laughs> it's this team I hated forever. Yeah, now they got Geno Smith, Mary, that was Russell Wilson. Say. Yeah, and now they're like, here's our sweet old uniforms, and Pete Carroll's kind of fun now. Those uniforms oh, that they man. dropped today are slick. I know. They are slick. Um, so I'm gonna ask you the Vikings question. What what are they doing? They they didn't do anything this offseason besides get rid of people. Well, they're not like I don't think anybody in this NFC North. Maybe the Lion. I don't like when you have your goals mm-hmm. and you put Super Bowl on it. Do the Lions in that locker room believe that they can go to a Super Bowl and win? I would say that they probably do. Dan the Campbell Bears, does, but the Bears, they like that's their goal. They're you know their goal is going to be to win the division. But they'll when if they win the division, they'll say, "Ah, oh, this is just one step. This is not our." The Bears, if they won the division, it would be like they'd be they'd be more than satisfied. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we would be the same. Oh yeah. Yep. And I think the Vikings, I don't know. I, they, they're just like, they just like want it to be next year. Yeah. But what do they want to do at quarterback? I thought trading Kirk Cousins for Trey Lance was a no-brainer for both sides. Apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> Justin Jefferson was very like mad by the end of last year, too. Like he had like. Not Stefan Diggs level, like what's going on there, but it was like it was clear he was frustrated with how because they're rebuilding their like they're rebuilding they're they're they're, they're not a finished product, but the, by the time the fifty two guys on their team are like ready to compete, unless the Vikings just think we'll do what the Jets are doing, we'll just get a guy yeah. to come in here, a mercenary kind of. Thing. We'll get Tom Brady to come in here. We'll get right. Peyton Manning to come in here. We'll get Matt Stafford to come in here. We'll deal with everything else. And then we'll then we'll figure out a way to get one of these quarterbacks that has a couple of years left. And but Kirk could be that guy. But I just think I'm this trying is the to last think dance across yeah. the NFL. Who that even would be? Like, I just can't even think of who that next era of quarterback is to really replace someone as their last dance. And I, I don't know. Kind of, I, I just uh, kind of like Dak, maybe Dak, maybe yeah. But because everybody's so young, everybody's like right, everyone's young. young. That's the thing. There's such a changing of the guard where, like, yeah. I mean, Brady obviously just retired. Rogers is nearly forty. Yeah, but wants to do his thing. There's been a lot of churn in like in the NFL quarterback rooms lately. To where like the stat uh, that I can't like get over. It's not even a stat. Jared Goff is 28. Yeah. Why do I feel like he's 37? Yeah. He's been around a long time. He's been around a while. I know. What the hell? It's just Kyler like, Murray. Kyler Murray might be a guy that moves. Uh, no, Ky- Kyler Murray's going to be playing baseball in three years. Yeah, he right. sucks. <laughs> Murray stinks. But like, I just the, the Vikings added. He might be playing. He might be playing Call of Duty instead. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be, d- be doing just fine doing that. But yeah, mm. it, it's interesting because they didn't add anybody. Marcus Davenport or Dean Lowry, pick your poison, is like the most high-profile name they added in free agency this offseason. Like, they just, I just don't know what they're doing. But, but hey, Kirk's on that new QB Netflix show, so things are going great. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes him. Everybody likes him now. <laughs> he right. dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> or whatever he said. Yeah. Um, all right, Bart. I came up with some over-unders, some fun ones that are mostly in jest. And then the last one is the Packers win total to give you a a sneak peek mm. of that. So the first one over under four and a half mentions of an Aaron Rodgers before Packers fans get mad and start angry tweeting Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart. Oh, 
under. Uh, they say they say it once, and I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> no, they'll get one. Of yeah, course, he's replacing Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you said it. Yeah. Let's talk about Jordan Love now. Exactly. I mean, it's going to be every game for the entire year. I'm going to be sick of it by the end of the. As long as they don't do that dumb thing they did with Devontae Adams, where they're like, look at look at what he's doing. Like, after four games, it was like oh, Devontae yeah. Adams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Packers, and it was like, stop talking about it. Yeah. I can't wait for the graphic that Jordan Love has only thrown to one wide receiver that was selected in the first round or whatever. That <laughs> <laughs> they associate with Rodgers forever. Yeah. Oh, um, over under five and a half weeks of the Packer season before a caller into your radio show declares the love era a flop. Oh, so that's what I'm worried about with this Bears game. <laughs> I hate that they're playing the Bears first because if it will, if the Packers win, it's going to be like the deed is transferred over from <laughs> Rogers' ownership to. But if the Bears yeah. win, it's going to be like. Gee, your quarterback stinks. It's the fields north it's now. Changes, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll say under. Week six, gonna, uh, week six is the buy. So that's kind of where, where we set that line at. So um, moving to the right off of your point, over under 61,000 Bear fans, sad week one at Soldier Field. God, I really don't know. I've already said that I've said no matter what I end up saying, the bears are going to win that game. I'll change my mind and say Packers as we get closer, but the bears are going to win that game. I'm going to say under I'm nervous, but what a story would be Bart. God, if love comes on throws for four touchdowns, I am just going to be insufferable to everybody. Oh my God. You're going to be walking <laughs> everywhere with your little share, the, the stock and just, <laughs> Brandishing it everywhere. Could you imagine if, like, week one, Aaron Rodgers throws two picks and love his four touchdowns? Oh, I would. I would what come narrative on, season would be? It'd be insane. I'd come on this very podcast and for two hours just laugh. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just laugh. Nothing more to be said. Exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously, last one over under seven and a half wins for the Packers. That's what uh, Vegas is currently running with. I think seven's the floor. I don't think they lose. I think they win at least seven games. Mm-hmm. I think ten's about the ceiling. Uh, I think they. I think they can win. I think they'll be eight or nine. Yeah. When we did the um, the schedule review when it got dropped, that's kind of what Jordan was at too. He goes, "I keep." He was saying how nervous he was that he kept saying wins. <laughs> as we well, yeah, because you're just like you don't want to be home. You're I'm trying to be like objective guy, and then it's like, well, that's they're playing the Falcons. They're not that great. Like they have a the, well, the Bears uh, schedule is even worse. It is. It is worse. It. I'll go Lions. Are you going Lions? The top team. I'll go Lions eight, Packers eight, Bears eight, Vikings seven. Oh, that's God. what I told you, Jordan. Uh, we were talking that would about, be an uh, awful year. I forget what what division it was, but he's like, "Someone's got to win the division." I was like, "No, we've had sub five hundred teams win oh, divisions yeah. recently." It was the uh, oh NFC South. South. Lions will get nine. Yeah. They'll get their nine. Something yeah, like Bears will get eight. The, yeah, They're, like the, the Bears, Bears are guys, weird because... week one could be for the division. <laughs> true, it's very true. The Bears, though, like, if we went through, like, the rosters and stuff like that, and it's like, okay, they got DJ Moore, but, like, I also have no idea how to, like, he's a number one guy for the Panthers. But I, I do think if there's, like, if there is, if they get Fields playing, like, a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Which, but is is Love, is that possible for Love? We don't know. Right. That's why it's so exciting. But I still think that's why Rodgers played at the la- at the end of the season. Yeah, I think I don't think he wanted us to see five weeks of love when he was hurt and they're four and eight. Right. Because then we'd all be like, oh, okay, yeah, this guy's he's ready and yeah. we'll move on. Rodgers is trying to hang on. He didn't want to lose any power there. Rodgers' numbers the last five weeks were terrible. Horrendous. Terrible. Nothing that nothing that Alex Magoo couldn't do. <laughs> 
That's a USFL MVP, man. That's right. Jordan and I talked about that after that loss when they were going in the last five weeks that if if the Packers were smart, they'd say just bench them and let the Jordan Love era commence. But you can't do that with a Hall of Fame quarterback and a guy whose number you plan on retiring. But if in a vacuum you're able to do it, you do it 10 on 10 times. Yeah. That's it. Bart, thank you for coming on. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we enjoyed it. We'll do it again during the season sometime. Possibly a uh, a week one celebration podcast. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. We've got a lot of free time these days. so Right. Until Tuesday when training camp finally starts. Mm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. That's right. So, Bart, tell the people where we can find you. At WingsThinks on Twitter. Are you guys keeping up with threads? I quit that already. I I'm, I occasionally peek in on there. I haven't. We don't do anything. You just copy and paste. I yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't touched it. Stupid. I think I think I'll wait to do like because you can't. It's not in order. It's not like you see. Yeah. Threads. That part of it. It's like. Hey, the Bart Winkler Show, Blue Wire partner, just like you guys. That's right. You can also That's... find me the Bart Bart Winkler Show on YouTube. However, however you want me, I am there. <laughs> okay. Awesome, awesome. All right, Bart. Thank you for joining us, Jordan. Thank you for joining me, everybody. We'll be back uh, next week with training camp stuff. So be sure to tune in that way. Thanks, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.